What is going on everyone? My name is Andy. Welcome back to another FPL video. In this one, it's my team selection for game week 22. So I'm going to show you how the team is shaping up, thoughts on how to use my two free transfers, what to do with Salah, which midfielder to bring in, thoughts on planning for the double game weeks that are coming up as well, plus more chat on De Bruyne too. And I'll show you how I did in game week 21. So if you enjoyed the video, make sure to give it a like, hit that subscribe button if you haven't done so already. And let's get into it. So let's start with a quick look back at game week 21. The game week that's lasted about 82 days or something like that. It's been so long, I didn't quite keep track, but it's almost over. Um, and it was another pretty good game week for me. I finished on 68 points total. That was enough to take me from 62,000 up to 45,000. So I'm inside the top 50,000 for the first time this season, which is a really strong position to be in because obviously there's plenty of game weeks to go, plenty of time to improve that rank. Of course, it could go the other way as well. It could be lots of red arrows. But I'm really happy with how things are going. Still only had two red arrows since game week nine. And as I've said before, they were quite small red arrows. So things are going decently. A lot of the points came from Gabriel, a massive 17-pointer. Obviously, I am over the moon with that. That's a great score to get from your defender. Um, it could have been more, though, right? And I'm not getting greedy or anything like that. And I don't really care about Gabriel getting more points. But if that goal had been given for Gabriel, the second one then my Saka captain would have also got more points as well. And since that game happened, they've now given the goal to Gabriel, which meant Saka should have had the assist. Now, FPL aren't going to update the points. They never do. But that could have been an even bigger score, right, for both Gabriel and Saka. But as it stands, Saka blanked in game week 21, which isn't ideal. Outside of that, my forwards did terribly. So Alvarez, two points. Solanke, two points. Watkins, one. And my goalkeeper didn't do great. Ariola got three points. Everyone else returned. So I bought Richarlison in for Son. He got eight points against Man United. Seven points for Gordon against Man City. That was great. Palmer got a 10-point with the penalty against Fulham. Uh, obviously, Saliba got the clean sheet, just didn't get any attacking returns like Gabriel. And Pedro Parra, another six-pointer in a game where um, he's conceded goals. So all around, a decent game week. I think I'm pretty well set up. I used just one free transfer out of my two. So I had Salah who was flagged. Trent was flagged as well. We knew he was probably going to be out. Uh, and Son was obviously away for the Asian Cup. And I only made one transfer. I wanted to leave that decision of Trent or Salah till game week 22. I think that was a really good move. Obviously, there's a lot of luck involved. You know, any move you make, you hope you make a good decision, then you get the luck. And I've had that this week. I've done well without having to sell Salah or Trent. Um, but I think overall, it was a good decision to have made. And I can decide what to do in game week 22. So let's talk about that. So going into game week 22, I've got two free transfers and 3.9 million in the bank, which sounds pretty nice, but like a lot of people, I don't have Haaland in my squad currently, and I might need to get him back pretty soon. And as soon as that happens, all that money is gone. So I need to consider that when I'm making transfers for my team. Um, as it stands with the defenders, three of the five are currently yellow flagged. So that's Trent Alexander-Arnold, Gabriella Arsenal, and then Charlie Taylor as well. Now, Taylor, I don't usually want to play most weeks anyway. He's also got Man City away in game week 22, so I don't want to start him whatever happens. Um, the good news is the deadline is on Tuesday, and any teams that are playing Tuesday or Wednesday, we should hear from their managers ahead of having to make our FPL decisions. So Arsenal are playing on Tuesday, so we should hear from Arteta on Monday. Now, I'm not saying he'll give us any valuable information, but hopefully he'll be at least asked about Gabriel, and then we can decide what to do. Um, and with Liverpool, they're playing on Wednesday, so we should hear from Klopp on Tuesday. And obviously, he's announced that he's leaving at the end of the season, but he's had a press conference since then, I believe. And so hopefully, a lot of the questions about him leaving 
have now been taken up in that press conference. And on Tuesday, I'll be asked about the Chelsea game and Trent and stuff like that. And additionally, I'm recording this on Sunday morning. Liverpool have an FA Cup game later today against Norwich, I believe it is. And so Trent might even be in the squad then. And if he's in the squad and he gets minutes, we can be pretty hopeful that he's going to play against Chelsea. Now, if one of Trent or Gabriel is out, that's not really a huge issue. I'd probably keep hold of them and just bench them because I've got Saliba on the bench currently. So he could just come in and play instead of one of them uh, instead. And then I've got Pedro Porra as my third defender against Brentford at home. And he's great, obviously. I just want to play him every single week. If, if Trent and Gabriel are both out, that I would have to make a defender transfer. Exactly which player I would sell is up in the air because ideally I want to keep hold of both Gabriel and Trent. So I would sell Charlie Taylor. And because I've got 3.9 million in the bank, I could pretty much get anyone else I wanted to. But I need to be, or I need to remember that I've got to get Haaland back in at some point. So I might just keep it cheap. So let's just say, right, run through the scenarios quickly. Trent and Gabriel both out. I play Saliba and I probably sell Charlie Taylor for maybe someone like Dan Byrne or Doughty at Luton because obviously he'll probably have a double come in in game week 25. I don't really want to do that though. The other option could be to sell gabriel or trent for someone like kyle walker who's got burnley at home this week a double in 25 or maybe someone like estropinian as well trippier would be a consideration for me because newcastle's fixtures especially after this week when they got villa away are pretty good but he went off apparently limping in the fa cup yesterday so i'm not even sure what um whether he'll be fit to play during midweek so i don't really want to make a defender transfer i don't think bringing in kyle walker is that bad but where possible, I want to make those Man City double game week player decisions as late as possible. Because it might be that something happens with injuries and suddenly I want to triple up on the attack rather than having a defender. And to be honest with you, I think Trent is great as soon as he's back fit. And I am still more than happy to have double Arsenal defence. I know there's been a lot of talk about them over the last few weeks, but they've shown again what they can do. There's a bit of goal threat from both defenders. They're one of the top defences in the league. And the fixtures are still pretty good coming up, I would say. Like, there's a lot of away games, but it's Forest away. Not expecting a clean sheet in game week 23 against Liverpool at home. Then it's West Ham away, Burnley away, Newcastle at home, Sheffield United away, Brentford at home. There's just no real issues there. And if Villa beat Chelsea in the FA Cup fourth round replay, then that game against Chelsea at home for Arsenal in game week 29 will also be on as well. And at that point, there's a chance that I won't need to free hit that week and so keeping my double arsenal defense is more than a viable decision so yeah i'm pretty happy with it right so that's my defense trent gabriel poro saliba and taylor sorry the back three is trent gabriel poro and then on the bench is saliba and taylor with goalkeepers keeping the rotation between Ariola and dubravka Ariola's got bournemouth at home this week so that's the one that i'm playing so ideally i don't want to make a defender transfer if i do i guess carl walker is the top player that i would want to bring in but if I'm selling Charlie Taylor, I'd probably have to keep it a little bit cheaper. All right, let's move on to my midfield, which is probably a bit more interesting. So the current four that I'm playing are Richarlison against Brentford at home, Gordon against Villa away, Palmer against Liverpool away, and then Saka against Forest away. And then I've got Salah on the bench, who's currently unavailable through injury. Plus, Egypt is still in African Cup of Nations. So even if Salah was fit, he would go back and play in that competition and still be unavailable from an FPL point of view. Now, my general strategy at the moment is where possible just to use one of my two free transfers for a few different reasons, right? I don't think there's enough great players that I don't own to warrant using both of them anyway, but there's still lots more information to come. So fourth round 
replays in the FA Cup, especially between Villa and Chelsea. That could have knock-on effects in terms of when I use my chips. Haaland's probably not going to be someone I need to get in this week, but he might be next week. How do I want to go about funding that? It'll probably be through selling Salah, but either way, I don't think there's enough other great players that I don't own to warrant using two free transfers. I might as well keep giving myself more time to make some of those key decisions. So the short version is, I will probably do Salah to Foden and bench Gordon. Do I think Gordon needs to be benched this week? No, I think he's perfectly fine to play. But on paper, Foden is better than Gordon in game week 22. And I think Richarlison, Palmer and Saka, at least part-time, will all be on penalties this week. And Gordon's the only one that's not. So that's the only reason that I'd bench him, because I have to use one of my two free transfers. And by getting Foden in, obviously I'm starting to set up for Man City's double game week in 25. If, as I said earlier, I need to make a transfer for one of my defenders, then I'll probably just keep Salah one more week. Because as much as I would like to have Foden this week, I don't think he's so key that I need to use both of those three transfers. Who knows? Maybe I will do that. Um, but I think in the end, my defense will be fine. So I'm probably going to sell Salah instead. Now, you could keep hold of him. But his agent has said he's probably going to be out for three to four weeks. That takes him close to game week 25. There's no guarantee that he'd be back for that either. I think that makes him a relatively easy sell. I am a little bit worried about how I might get him back in. But if he's a doubt going into 25, and then you couple that with the blank in 26 plus the fixtures Liverpool have afterwards, I would probably just risk not having Salah. And if Haaland's fit, I'll just captain him instead. So there is a chance that Salah won't be back in my team for quite a long time. There's also a chance that Egypt go out, Salah then is fit, and I need to get him back in straight away. But I think that will probably be my transfer. Now let's talk through that a little bit more. De Bruyne is someone... I haven't completely ruled him out, but I just don't see me buying him this week for a few different reasons. One is the price, and two are his minutes. Now, I get the argument, as I've said before, that he's a great player. He can get uh, returns off the bench. That's not good enough for me, right? That only lasts for so long, because if he gets benched for the next two games, which is not a guarantee, but let's say he does and he doesn't get returns, do you know what questions I'm going to start to get asked? Should we get rid of De Bruyne? When's he going to start, etc., right? It feels good right now, because he's come off and done really well. Will that continue? Do you want a £10.6 million player that's only getting 20 to 30 minutes each week? I don't, right? So I would need to be confident in his starts, and I would ask anyone that owns him this week, are you going to captain him? Because if you're not, that says deep down you don't trust his minutes. And for me, that's not good enough for a £10.6 million player. You don't have to captain De Bruyne for that price, especially when Haaland's fit. But this week, if you've got him for Burnley at home, surely you want to captain him. If you can't captain him, again, that says that his minutes aren't good enough. The other thing for me, and this is obviously very team dependent, is it would shut off getting other double game week players for me. So if I do, let me just reset this. If I do Salah to De Bruyne, which obviously I could just do and roll the other transfer, next week, right, if I need to get Haaland back in, I would need to make up 0.8 million, right? Now, that's not a problem. I could sell Watkins if I wanted to, especially if Villa aren't going to play in game week 29. I could sell Saliba down to a 4.6 million defender. Maybe I get someone like Doughty in. I'm not going to discuss the implications for blank game week 26 right now for Luton players, but let's just say I do that. I can afford it. Right, but then I've got Haaland and De Bruyne and Trent. So they're the only three players doubling from Liverpool and Man City. Is that enough? No, probably not. But I could do Poro to Walker, so that gives me my three City. But how do I get one or two more 
Liverpool players in. If I wanted Jota, well, I can't sell De Bruyne because obviously if you buy him, you want to keep him. I wouldn't have the money to upgrade Palmer, Gordon or Richarlison. So I'd have to sell Saka. And obviously right now, Saka's blanked a lot of games um, recently. Everyone would say Jota's the better option. But if I end up not wanting to free hit in 29, and Saka plays that week, plus the numbers he's putting up are better than last season, the fixtures coming up are not that bad for Arsenal, I don't really want to sell him. So I don't have uh, a route then to get Jota. Whereas if De Bruyne is Foden instead, then later on, I've got 2.7 million. I could upgrade someone like Gordon to Jota in... uh, Sorry, he's down as Diogo, isn't he? Um, I could get him in as well. So would you rather have, for my team, right? And look, your team might be set up differently. You might have more money. Would you rather have Foden and Jota or Gordon and De Bruyne? Because I know which combination I'd rather have if they're they're all getting minutes. Um, And so I just don't think for my team I can make it viable to buy buy De Bruyne. And look, he might absolutely smash it against Burnley. If he starts, happy days. But I just don't know how, how confident I am with that. Like, I tweeted the other day that he was on the bench against Spurs. And some people replied, that means he definitely starts against Burnley. I don't think it does. And if he does, does that mean he starts the next game as well? I think there's got to be doubts around. I think he's being managed. Like Pep said, he was ready to start and play 90 minutes against Spurs. What happened? He was on the bench, right? And it's not like... the Man City did very well in that game, but it took a while until they got their goal. And so you'd think if De Bruyne was that fit, he would have come on earlier. No, that's how I look at it anyway. So I think De Bruyne is great. He's been brought in by so many players this week. I know he's going to punish me, but I don't think I can make that call. And then with Foden, the only reason that I'm bringing him in before Jota is because the fixtures are better in the short term. Man City have got Burnley at home and then Brentford away, whereas Liverpool have got Chelsea at home and then Arsenal away. That's it, right? I suspect by game week 25, if Haaland's fit and Salah's not, then I'll probably have both Jota and Foden. I think it just makes sense to buy Foden first. Is there risks around his minutes? Of course there is, but he's also not 10.6 million. And ultimately, I've got to use one transfer. So I'd rather, if I could, just roll the transfer and have three next week because I don't particularly want to make any of my decisions about double gaming players until as late as possible. But I can't do that this week. And I don't think bringing in someone like Eze, who's super cheap with Sheffield United at home, makes too much sense because I've already got a lot of enabling midfielders. So. Yeah, that was a very long way to say. Well, to be fair, I already told you I was probably going to get Foden, but that is the reasons why. And I think for my team, that makes sense. Um, and also, just one other thing. I think there's a chance that... So I saw Richardson as quite a short-term option. I'm not so sure now, because I think he is first choice number nine. He is blanking in 26. But Spurs and Fulham are both out of the FA Cup now. So he's going to play in 29. And, and Spurs' fixtures outside of blank 26 are pretty good. Brentford at home, Everton away, Brighton at home, Wolves at home before the blank. Then afterwards, it's Palace at home, Villa away, Fulham away. And if he's first choice number nine, even when Son's back, even if he doesn't have penalties, which obviously he wouldn't, he's still a really good option. And and essentially, I don't know when I'm going to use my chips, right? I, I have to keep saying that because right now I don't. And I think originally it was like, I'll use it in blank 29. But if Spurs are playing that week, well, I've got Porro and Richarlison. And if Villa, who are at home for the replay against Chelsea, beat Chelsea in the fourth round, then Arsenal versus Chelsea is also on. And I've got Gabriel, Saliba, Saka and Palmer. So all of a sudden for 29, just by Villa beating Chelsea, I've got six players. And not just six players, but six really good FPL options. And so all of a sudden that free hit might not have to be used. And I might use it in 26 instead, which makes loading up on players like 
Doughty and Liverpool players much easier to do. So I did say this, right? We will get more information ahead of game week 22. We're going to get the FA Cup fifth round draw this evening. I'll talk about that tomorrow. Like for example, if Man City get drawn against Liverpool, you know that one of them's going out of the FA Cup next round. That could then play a part in what moves we make. We don't have all the information just yet. So for now, where possible, I'm trying to leave my options open. So yeah, Salah to phone is probably going to be my move. Do I love it? Not really, but I think it's the best of a bunch of bad moves, really. And then up front, I've got Alvarez against Burnley at home, Watkins against Newcastle at home, and Solanke against West Ham away. And as it stands, no plans to sell any of those players this week. Eventually, I'll have to get rid of one to bring Haaland back in. But until I see him get minutes... I don't really want to rush him back into my squad. And he wasn't even in the squad against Spurs in the FA Cup. So I think best case scenario for Burnley is that Haaland's on the bench. Then he gets 10 or 20 minutes off of it. And then maybe starts against Brentford in game week 23. And if that happens, in game week 23, I'll be looking at bringing him back in. But this week, I just don't see myself doing that. Even if Pep says he's ready to play, I still wouldn't be expecting a start from him. And while Haaland's not an option... I've got to keep hold of Alvarez, especially this week, because he's playing number nine. He'll be on penalties as well. And obviously, Burnley at home is a great fixture. Once Haaland's back, and especially with De Bruyne playing more often, Alvarez's minutes will go right down. At that point, I'll probably just sell him. But this week, I've got to keep hold of him. At the moment, he's got my captain's armband. I'm not sure if that's going to stick. I'm going to talk about this in tomorrow's video. I think this is one of those weeks where you can pretty much go wherever you want, because there's so many perfectly reasonable players to pick from my two choices i think are down to alvarez and richarlison i know palmer's been great but i don't see liverpool away as a brilliant fixture i think saka is perfectly fine by the way against forest away but richarlison and alvarez have both got home fixtures now i think burnley at home is the easier of the two but i think richarlison is going to be on penalties same as alvarez he's also a midfielder as well and i also think his minutes are going to be great again this week because son won't be there and Werner's not going to come and play central instead of Richarlison. So he probably gets 80 to 90 minutes. With Alvarez, he might get that. But if De Bruyne is getting minutes and Haaland's, and Haaland's in the squad and he's getting minutes off the bench as well, Alvarez might only play like 60 to 70. There are some doubts there. It's a tricky one. When the deadline ticked over for game week 21 and then the game came back up, I always set my squad for the following week. And as soon as I did that, I put the armband on Alvarez but as we get closer to the deadline, I'm wavering a little bit because I think Richarlison's a really good option as well. We know how attacking Spurs can be. If Madison's back in the squad, I think that only helps them as well. I do think having penalties as a midfielder, does that make him slightly better than Alvarez? I'm really torn between those two. I think for the last few weeks, I've known my captain, right? It was Saka last week. It was Salah the week before against Newcastle. I was happy with those decisions. I think this one will go down to the wire. I think... If I could guarantee 90 minutes from both players, I'd probably go Alvarez because I think Man City are just... They, they could run riot against Burnley, basically. And obviously with penalties as well, it's great. But I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just... I'm stuck between Vitalis and Alvarez. I don't want to go into it too much here because I'll just start rambling more so than ever. I don't know. Let me know down in the comments. Let me know in the comments which one of those two you think. And just quickly... Slanky or Watkins, I think they're great. Will I keep them for the rest of the season? Probably not. But until I've got a reason to sell them, they might as well just stay in my squad. Like at some point, maybe I go Trent, Jota and Nunez. And if I've got Haaland instead of Alvarez, I've got to sell one of Watkins or Solanke. But again, I want to leave that decision as late as possible 
to know who's the best to sell. Like if one of them is playing in game week 29, the other one isn't, and I'm not free hitting, then that choice is made for me. I think that does, at this stage of the season, a lot of your decisions are just made. They're not made for you, but the decisions are narrowed down because when you use your chips will dictate which players you want to bring in. If I'm not free hitting in 29, then I need players that are playing that week. If I am, then I need to think about the other game weeks instead. And And look, it's not, I don't know, in some ways... I like the double and blank game week part of the season, but I do think it takes a lot of decisions out of your hand. It just narrows down the player pool even more. And also, if you're if you're patient like me, you're just waiting for more and more information and you're just making one free transfer. I'm going to leave it there, right? One free transfer, probably Salah to Foden and Bench Gordon gives me a decent overall squad. Captain current, Captaincy currently on Alvarez, I might switch to Richardson. And that's about it. Hopefully, hopefully uh, Trent and Gabriel are fine. If you enjoyed that, ramble. Give it a like, hit subscribe as well. Rate five stars if you're listening on podcast. I'm going to do game week preview tomorrow, talk through captaincy uh, and something else. Okay. Oh yeah, the FA Cup draw and stuff like that. And then on Tuesday, I'll do final thoughts, which will basically be a Q&A. So look out on Twitter when I ask you for any questions that you've got. Thanks for watching. I'll see you again tomorrow. Sports Social Podcast Network.